Australians have the highest pet ownership in the world. I didn't know that. And what does that mean to property, and in particular strata property? Can you have your pet in all strata properties? morning good morning this is a fun topic good topic it's a big one i didn't yeah. realize that that many people actually owned a pet in australia in the like relative to the world well why why do aussies love pets so much who knows it's really crazy and at the moment 65 percent of households in australia own a pet already and then out of the fifth like out of the remainder another 15 percent want a pet still the numbers are insane and it jumped heaps during covid i would have been yeah nuts nuts yeah. nuts but we'll just say not fair that that's a little bit sad because people are having to go back to work leaving pets at home it's a little bit sad pets aren't used to it on the flip though um it is a business opportunity if you're a bit of an entrepreneur we've seen a few doggy daycares and um different dog like pet services pop up because now everyone's gone back to work. There's more demand because there's more pets. I didn't think of that on the back of um, Ringa, in Ringa Mall. There's a new um, uh, doggy day, uh, doggy daycare, pet, pet care. You can take them for an hour, a day, uh, even a week or two. Uh, you can drop them off for and they've got like a hotel facility. People are paying huge amount of money, hundreds of dollars a day. You can, I heard of one that they were paying one thirty a day and your dog could watch telly or you could watch your dog on CCTV. Yeah, no, I remember there's a, they do that at a lot of the kennels as well because apparently the noise of the TV, TV soothes the dog. So they get like a private room for the TV. That's nuts. That's Insane. nuts. Now, Jess, you've, we've done a lot of research to bring you today um, on this What's the lowdown with having having pets inside of, um, as, you know, obviously a house, you're not going to get any opposition, uh, real opposition from your neighbour or from council uh, if you're a good pet. But in Strata, typically they used to always just say no. Yeah, so the rules have changed. in a So in August last year, on the back of COVID and more people having pets and the need for companionship, the rules have changed. Before that, Strata would say no, or they would have really specific guidelines. I saw, a, I was reading um, an old copy of a bylaw for a uh, um, complex the other day, and it had the dog must be under 13 kilos, it must be under 40 centimeters, and it's not uncommon for the bylaws to used to have descriptions of what you can and can't have, still subject to an application. Now, a little bit different, they can only say no to a dog or a cat or whatever pet if it is, um, oh, what's the term they use? Unreasonably interferent, which means that it has a history of violence or it's a breed like a pit bull or a dog that um, is classified as a more aggressive and violent dog. Okay. So we had, a, and, and I've known this for a year and I, um, was talking to a lady the other day who's looking to buy a unit and she's like, yeah, nah, can't can't have it in that block. Spoke to the agent and not allowed. And I was like, what sort of dog do you have? Little, And it was a little um, shih tzu. 
Um, and, she, and I was like, how does that work? She said, no, the agent said, the strata said. So it, this is such a strong law that you actually can't even knock it on the head. It's um, it's under companionship that that, that um, strata schemes must allow them now. And if strata says no, they, they're legally not able to say no. That's when you can go to fair trade and you can get free mediation to have that conversation on your behalf. So regardless of what pet you have, you'll still have to lodge it with Strata and put in the application, but they can't say no for an unreasonable reason. And even uh, my little dog, they just, we just had to de-sex him um, yes. to, get, to, get, to get to a Strata. Um, so now tell me, um, that's, I think we're very pro. We sound very pro this morning with pets. What's the downside, do you reckon, with um, with having these pets in blocks? Is that not good for the value of the property? It, so although there is the rules around saying yes or no to a pet, there's also rules around disturbance to the other um, people in the, in the unit. So if you can't leave dog poo lying around, or if the dog's barking, then that's another issue. Same as if your neighbour has a barking dog, then you can go to council and say there's a barking dog and put in a complaint. Um, yep. So the same rules would apply. Um, I, In my opinion, I think that it would enhance the value of the property because so many Australians have pets and are looking for property with a pet and that's pet friendly. Um, it would make more places more attractive to more people. I reckon you're right. And listen, um, what's your thoughts on why Australians like pets more than any other country? I think because we have more space. Everyone, should, compared to other countries, like in high density living, like if you're in Tokyo, you're not going to want a pet because there's already too high density. We have, in general, a lot of space. And I think everyone in Australia likes being outside and animals are a part of that. That's my opinion. What about you? I would have thought that, you know, like surely like if you look at America as a model, you know, is it is, is America's not that vertical. Um, but it is interesting that Aussies like pets so much. It is I know. Really interesting. It's almost, look, do you know what also? We are early adopters. Um, and I think that, um, that Aussies uh, are just always ahead of the curve. They're... they're <laughs> They're always on trend, I reckon. You know, whether it's technology, they pick it up very quickly, whatever it is. Yeah. What, what may be happening here is people haven't got haven't got as much companionship because they're not going to work. Yeah. Um, they're at home at a desk working five days a week and they just want a bit more action around the home um, because of COVID. But it sort of makes me a bit worried a little bit with everyone going back to work, how the pets are going to be. Um, yeah. You know, does it mean employers are going to start, uh, our employers going to start having their own little <laughs> doggy crate? Well, in Switzerland, they actually bring that to the next level. They have a rule, a law, it's mandatory. Any pet you have, even if it's a fish, you can't have one, you have to have two so that the pet doesn't get lonely. What's next? Yeah. <laughs> um. The other thing that I thought would be good to talk about as well is that so we've talked a lot about um, buyers and owners of property and their pets, but also about tenants and how this rule applies to them. Yep. Um, anytime a tenant wants a pet, it is subject to the landlord's authority and the landlord can say yes or no without reason. 
However, I think it's really something that I always mention to investors when they're asking about pets and whether or not to allow it in their apartment. Um, at the moment, so always generally people with pets that are renting will pay a bit of a premium to be able to have the pet there. So there is value yep. um, for the landlord in enabling pet to the tenant as well. Also something to keep in mind. So you reckon they can ask for a couple bucks more? Yeah, I think up to about $50 more for a pet. That's massive. Yeah. You know what? It makes me think between doggy daycare, um, I, I, I call our dog at home a big time waster, affectionately. <laughs> um, between doggy daycare, between um, all the toys people are paying for pets, the time that you're spending on pets, these, these are an expensive expensive, expensive, expensive um, luxury to own, I reckon, a pet. Or even pet insurance and, um, like, vet bills. My last dog had an autoimmune disorder, so she was always in and out of the vet. She was an expensive dog. So, and and also the cost of these dogs, is just to buy them, has doubled or tripled um, yeah. through COVID, then maintaining them is huge. So... On the back of that, I reckon a dog could be more expensive than an investment property. Yeah. If you look at, if you're a first home buyer, yeah. huh? if you're a first home buyer and you decide that um, you want to uh, use your, use part of your super, you want to use a five percent deposit, uh, you're buying something for six hundred grand. You're not, put, you're not, you're putting in 30, 20, whatever grand uh, or less. Um, and then you look at what it costs to maintain an investment property compared to what it maintain, costs to maintain a pet. Um, I reckon you could be shocked. I agree. I never thought about it like that. You could be shocked. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and, and I think that the world's changed a little bit like that now as well, where there's just so many. If you look at, you know, a credit card statement, the amount of subscriptions that sit on there per month, you know, whether it's Foxtel, Internet, whatever it is, it's very different to what it was 5, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Um, those monthly costs, you scratch, you, you add a dog to that, um, yeah, I think, I think you'd, you'd freak. And with people going back to work, like we were talking about, the cost go up. Even, so dog walking is a massive business at the moment. Imagine yep. if you're, get, you're paying for your dog to be walked every day. Yep. You go yep. away, you need to put your dog into um, into a little doggy hotel. Um, yeah. I've, we even had someone, uh, I've, I know people in the office um, that, are, that are not on um, huge wages paying um, for their dog to have company. Yeah. Um, it's like, really? So it's, it adds up. You know, which actually makes me think. I reckon there's going to be there's going to start to be packages, Jess, where you pay something per month, and you know your food's included, your pet insurance is included, your dog walking's included, a couple of weeks a year um, are in, of um, are included, um, and you'll be paying that per month. What a scary figure! I know, but people will buy it. It's. <laughs> The demand's there. Absolutely. Um, just want to say good morning to Strata. Will be a must for 50% of Sydney. 
Uh, yep, it's going to happen all through Sydney. Well, it is happening all through Sydney now. Is that, yeah. is that what Luke's saying? Yeah. We're getting it's higher density up. living all the time. It's going to... Is yep. it something everyone's going to be living with? Absolutely. Good morning to Luke. Um, good morning to Paul. Good morning to Lise. Guys. Um, and that's it, Jess. Anything else we've missed? No, I think that covers it. Just um, make sure the takeaway is that if you're buying a property, the strata are not allowed to tell you no to your dog. <laughs> I think it's very important. So everyone's, so many people come in and they just, they won't even consider a property because they have in their head it's not a pet friendly block without being yep. aware of the rules. Yeah. And I think if you're against pets, like if you've had a bad experience, um, this has been very pro pet this series. Um, but <laughs> If you were, if you're very against pets, you'd still resist, um, and that's where I think it's a little bit misguided or miscon misconstrued. Where there uh, there are stratas that are just saying no and uh, not possible, not allowing. We're different, we're special, but um, I guess given given the state of what the law is now, they're not. Pets have got to be allowed, but uh, you know, I, I think the thought of having to. Uh, you know, in DY, having a block of 12 and the thought of a pet inside each of those apartments, it is a little bit frightening. Uh, yeah. I have in my block, actually, there's um, one of the studios. He has a German Shepherd, another one, a one-bedroom. They have a Greyhound. No. Yeah. yeah. That's not I don't think a, a, yes, a German Shepherd in a studio apartment. I how does how does that work? I know. I like. I think you need to take into consideration the pet as well. A cat, no worries, but a, a German Shepherd needs to run around. Same so what does the guy? Is the guy? Does the guy take it to work every day? And he works at home, and then we'll take it for walks every day. Uh, yeah. Nah, I reckon that's slack. Yeah, I agree. So there is an element, I think, of thinking of the animal as well as thinking of yourself in the situation. Big time. Big yeah. time. But that's a show. Hopefully yeah. we've helped someone out there to clear up a lot of this uh, this myth that's out there. And um, anything else you got to add? That's all from me. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone. And at Blue Skies again. Yay, it's so good. Hey. Yeah. Thank you. See you guys. Thanks, Jess. Yeah, bye. bye.